then I took over as as a as a, a CEO of the company in in January uh, 2019. Uh, and and you're right. Then after just uh, over a year, uh, we were hit by the pandemic, and of course, uh, everything changed uh, from one day to the to the next. Um, no, I I think uh, I think first of all we have we have. It was a tough journey, and and uh, two years of pandemic, you know, like a roller coaster ride. It, it the society opened up, and then it locked down again, and everything changed. It has been quite, uh, of course, uh, a lot of challenges. But I think Scandic did well. I think we reacted uh, very fast uh, when when the pandemic was was hitting us. So I think uh, we at least were extremely responsible for for the, let's say with the situation. Were there any? criteria about the pandemic which was specific to the Nordics and Scandinavia or in smaller populations, um, very outdoors type people, of course, certainly when the sun comes out. Was there any kind of differing factor or were you from a business viewpoint? I mean, it's a global problem and you were sucked into that global um, lack of demand and all the other um, things that went with the pandemic. Yeah, I think I think it's a, it's a it's a good question because not only for me, but I think globally, I think when you operate hotels in several countries like we do, we are on six markets. Uh, I think the biggest challenge was actually that that it is six different countries with with six different uh, let's say approaches to the pandemic. So uh, certain countries were closing down the society uh, and kind of full stop, and and other markets they tried to keep everything open, but was of course having restrictions and and uh, uh, you know doing different paths to to try to to take it through but but overall i think the biggest challenge was actually that it was uh, such a different uh, let's say a challenge market by market which you needed to adapt to uh, so so you cannot kind of work with one communication to all of the organization and and when you have like we did 20000 team members in in six countries and you need to you need to handle that then then uh, then uh, that was a challenge and your your hotels are mainly, if I'm correct, they're mainly leases, aren't they? You don't yeah, own, yeah, yes, yeah, indeed. Yeah. Um, and also, this leads to more problems when the markets, when when performance or travel demand is opened up, exactly. you know, in the last six months, because obviously in Europe, you have to open anywhere up to fifty different markets if you're exactly. if you have. I mean, you said you're in six, so that was a challenge as well. Yeah, you can say we are we we in six different countries, but we have you know um, more than two hundred and seventy hotels, you know, and 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 nearly sixty thousand hotel rooms, you know, in 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 these different in cities and 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 markets, and uh, of course it was a challenge, especially when re-employing uh, so many people after the pandemic. You know, we we employed approximately ten thousand people uh, in in uh, you know less than a year. Uh, when we uh, ramped up again after pandemic, and that was that was of course a, a, a challenge not only for us because everybody was ramping up again, everybody was hiring again, uh, and 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 we we couldn't kind of reemploy all the, the 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 staff we had before. So so this was a mix of both uh, reemploying uh, people from from before, but also uh, uh, finding new people and new team members uh, and and bringing them on board and up to speed with with our operational model. And how has labour changed? In the United Kingdom, we're always told that British people do not want to serve other people. Um, yeah. Although, of course, some of the best general managers in the world are British. But 
what, what challenges did you have when you started opening up again in terms of labor? No, you, you're right. And I think I think one of the challenges was definitely that we, we, we maybe couldn't attract people from all over the world. And, and, and certain nationalities, they actually went home during pandemic, you know, to their home cities and home countries. And so it was not equally, uh, let's say, easy to, to attract people from all over. So we attracted more people from, let's say, the European market and maybe a bit less from, from Asian, for instance, uh, into to housekeeping or other uh, positions like that. So, so that was a challenge, but we managed to do it, and 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 we have we have a very strong culture in 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 both I would say Scandic in in the Nordic, but in the company as a whole. So we are well known for being a very good employer, and thereby it was maybe a bit more easy for us to attract people uh, because everybody wanted to to have like a safe harbor to to come to, and and Scandic was was that for many people. And how has the performance of your hotels been since you reopened? No, we had uh, we had a very 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 strong uh, ramp up after the the pandemic. So both uh, Q2 uh, ended up being uh, the best ever quarter, and then we beat that uh, and was beating that in Q3. So we actually made the best quarter ever in Q3. So so last year you can say we we made the best year ever. Uh, we have had. We have had, uh, of course, some one-off effects, but even if you uh, look into what kind of one-off effects, we were actually beating our targets of 11% margin on EBITDA uh, and made 11.1. We we made 2.1 billion Swedish kroner in EBITDA, uh, like for like, you could say, on net, uh, excluding one-off effects. Um, so all in all, uh, we, we, we have been delivering extremely strong and we come out of, of 2022 with, with lower debt than we did pre-pandemic. So you can say Scandic is is in a stronger position now than ever. Uh, so so even just one year after pandemic, uh, we are in a very strong position right now. And demand was fueled by domestic within your markets or a, a regional across the Scan Scandinavian countries? Yeah, absolutely. I, I think I think we have a very, very strong domestic demand uh, right now, which is above uh, pre-pandemic levels. But also the, the inter-Nordic and the inter-European market is, is solid and very stable. What we are lacking is some of the intercontinental and long-haul business, mainly from Asia, because actually US market is, is, is back into Europe. But we are lacking, as you also know, but we are lacking uh, still uh, some of the Asian business. It's picking up since, uh, since China's has has opened up uh, but but uh, are far from pre-pandemic levels when you look at the Chinese market but that is also a smaller part of of our business in in the Nordic so we are more dependent on the inter-Nordic and, and European business than we are on on the long-haul business. And in terms of growth and pipeline that's uh, you've got good numbers? Yeah, I think we have we have, we opened ten hotels last year, so it, so it was a, a, a quite a, a busy year with with ten openings. This year we only have one opening, but we opened last week on Thursday a, a, a large hotel in Frankfurt, a five hundred room hotel uh, at at the the seafront in in Frankfurt. So a very nice hotel. So now we concentrate a lot on on catching up, uh, let's say, after the pandemic. And, and there was a lot we, we couldn't do during pandemic. And of course, a lot of renovations we want to do. So we're doing that and and, and invest a lot in, in the team member and the organization. Uh, as, as I mentioned, we have a lot of new team members who, who, that came on board and we want them really to get into the Scantic uh, culture and leadership uh, culture. Which, which is like, you know, from the Nordics with a lot of trust and empowerment. Uh, you know, when we have like 20,000 team members, it is 
kind of 20,000 decision makers. Uh, they, 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 it's a very empowered culture we have, uh, which is, is also uh, part of the reason why we have succeeded this well in the ramp up. So now the big questions, How's, how did the pandemic change you as a person and as a leader? I think uh, I think both me and and I think people around me. When you look at at what people value, it seems that which I think is actually very good. It it seems that we are a bit less, uh, let's say, uh, interested in in uh, material stuff. You know, like like an, an, a new nice car or something like that. You're less interested in that. You you value life a bit more. You value your friends, your families. You want to explore. You want to experience. Which is actually good for for the hospitality industry because people uh, they 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 want to travel they want to go out with friends and family and and of course when you look at me it 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 kind of it's kind of the same I I I enjoy <laughs> I wouldn't say I enjoy life even more but because I enjoyed life before but I I definitely value being together with with other people uh, even more because pandemic was was boring you know and sitting uh, working from your laptop uh, somewhere uh, alone was was not very interesting i think for myself i'm very lucky that my three big interests which are running ultra marathons marathons birding yeah. i'm a bird yeah. watcher a twitcher if you know what that is yeah. someone yeah. who races around looking for rare birds and yeah. also a traveler those things have been with me all my life. So I feel like the pandemic didn't change anything in me other than the fact that you had slight less ability to do some of those things. Yeah, exactly. So how have the years of COVID-19 changed how you approach leadership and the culture of your company? No, I think uh, I think uh, speed of execution uh, on changes is is even more important. I have been uh, well known for being quite, uh, let's say, uh, good at executing when needed be. But I think... I'm I'm more uh, focused on really changing stuff when needed. So so when when things happens around me, I'm more capable of 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 changing today. And I think we also, as a business, you can say within hospitality, has a, a large focus on how we can make uh, you know the 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 journey for the guest even more comfortable and how we can service the guest uh, more digitally more automatic make it easier to check in and check out and 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 the interaction between us and the guest so i i think it, we have we have more focus on that today than we did pre pandemic we also see the value in in speeding up you know the whole digital journey uh, for the guest as well because uh, that is of course also less people demanding eventually but but also helps the guest uh, to feel safe and and to 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 check in whenever they want to and and things like that. So so I think there's a lot of focus on on that uh, path right now. I was going to ask you about the guests, how they might have changed, and how your leadership culture can serve them better. But I imagine you are you you answered that when you said you know they they want to feel safe and they want an experience and they also um, as you say want that flexibility. Yeah, yeah, and and that's what we're here for, you know. When we are, we all say we are, we are, you know, we are hosts for 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 our guests, and and everything we do is is to service our guests and make sure that their stay with with Scandic is is as good and and best as it can ever be. So all of us are here to to really make sure that the, the guests are having a fantastic stay with us, and that's that's the whole thing. That's really what we 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 focus on. So uh, so and that's also why I mentioned about you know how we work with the leadership because. There's a lot of 
when when we work so much with with trust and empowerment of with the team members it, it, the the let's say result of doing that in a, in a in a very efficient way is actually leading to all individuals feeling safe around their position and they are much more bold in the way they act in, in versus the guest and and they dare to take decisions for the guest and and secure that the guest is. so we are much more flexible when people dare to be flexible and and uh, so a lot lies in 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 i think in in the way we 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 do that and we have a lot of discussions on how we can can make sure that all guests really not only feel welcome but they feel that we are here to service them and lastly based on your experiences of the last few years what would you tell yourself now if a pandemic was just starting today i think uh, i think definitely we were lucky that we didn't know how long it would last when it when it started because i think a lot of us um i think a lot of the people around me as well would maybe not have had all this energy all the way through if if you knew that this was like a two years uh, up and down roller coaster ride. So so if I knew that uh, this pandemic started, I'm not sure we would do a lot differently because I think we actually acted extremely uh, right and 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 fast. We made the necessary decisions. We were one of the first companies uh, who who did a, a new rights issue. We made new bank agreements. We had interactions with the governments. We had interactions with the landlords, and we found solution with everybody. And and that was part of the reason why Scandic, on the other side of the pandemic, actually has recovered so fast and also is is a strong company with lower debt situation uh, today than than pre-pandemic. So we have a a, a much better uh, you can say position today and and if i knew uh, it was going to last two years um, then uh, i don't know if we would have done much differently but uh, at least uh, we 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 kept up the spirit uh, throughout two years and uh, hopefully we don't need to do that again and was there planning before the pandemic for a pandemic type incident and no. do you have that in place now for if there's an, yeah. hopefully not a next one I think we 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 quite fast compared with the financial downturn and what happened in dot com crisis, et cetera, which looking in in the hindsight was was minor thing uh, versus what we we saw in the pandemic. So I don't think really uh, that that a lot of companies had a plan for a thing like a pandemic where you over a two week period loss, you know ninety percent of your top line uh, that that uh, we didn't prepare for. But of course, we have prepared a lot during the last period of time for for things like this. When we do negotiations of these lease agreements, we put in balanced terms, collapse clauses, and and things like that to make sure that if things happen again, there's a balance uh, between our responsibility and landlord responsibility. So there's a lot of things we have done during the last year, not only recovering but also to to kind of prevent uh, the same situation again. Because obviously during a pandemic you had a contractual responsibility to pay rent yeah exactly yep. a lot of the of our, our leases is turnover based leases we only have 12 percent fixed leases and so rest of it is is turnover based purely turnover based or turnover based with a guarantee but even of course we were hitting a lot of these guarantees that's why we went into negotiation indeed